When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to episode two of the second series of Stars in Your Ears. Woo-hoo! We're coming to you live from a beautiful cycle path. Oh, look, guys, a buzzard. Oh, lovely. Majestic. <clears throat> oh, yes, apologies. Please join me in welcoming the woman of a thousand voices. And on this three-person tandem, she's located by the bell end. <laughs> Michael, you can't call Kitch that. He means you sat by the bell. Oh, so I am. Carry on, Michael. The woman of a thousand voices sat near the bike bell. Of her own sidecar? Yes, of her own sidecar. May I sit in the sidecar? No, Rob, you may not. You'll sit on the handlebars just like that fortune teller said you would. Carry on, Michael. Yes, please welcome impressionist, singer, comedian, star of Spitting Image... (laughs) And woman who is glaring at me right this minute, Jess Robinson. Welcome back, dear listener. Series two, episode two, and we're on a bicycle made for two. Then why are there four of us hanging off it? No time for that. Cycling down these quiet country lanes, I feel at home with the birds and bees. I wave at cars I'm on the handlebars And I'm trying to stay with my knees I've got a yoghurt on the go Welcome to the show You're gonna hear stars in your ears There's no better place to go If you wanna get stars in your ears Stars in your ears Stars, stars in your Oh, this is so lovely. It's so much better than the tour bus. I agree. I sort of agree. I agree. The countryside smells so invigorating. Well, actually, that's me. Sorry about that. I think I had eggs for lunch. (laughs) I can taste it! I'd still like to point out that it's your fault we don't have the tour bus anymore, Michael. And considering that, do you think you should be putting a little more effort in with your pedalling? I was counting your pedal pushes while we were singing, and quite frankly, it's a disgrace. I can't push any faster. Why not? Yeah, why not? I've got saddle rash. Oh, come on, mate. We've all got saddle rash. Yeah, even me and I'm not on a saddle. But when we stopped earlier, I tried to make it better by popping on some prescription velvet underpants and... I'm sorry, what? Prescription velvet. Underpants? Yes, I popped them on and what with all the friction from the cycling... What, Michael? Just spit it out! They've been smoking for the past mile and they've just caught on fire. You liar! (laughs) Good one. Good what? Your joke. What joke? Liar, liar. Pants on fire... Oh, yeah, no, it was a joke I knew I was making. Yes, thanks, you're welcome. Guys? Yes? I'm on fire. Oh! Whoa, 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 I can't control it if I'm the only one pedalling. Come on. I'd help, but my legs aren't that long or facing the right way. I can't. I've just painted my nails. I can't. I'm literally on fire. Is, it, is everyone okay? Oh, Michael isn't. I've got cow poo up my nose. Oh, 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 where even are we? Uh, looks like a farm. Uh, it is a farm. How do you know, Michael? Because a cow is chewing on my already thinning hair. Mm. Look, 
Someone's coming! The farmer. My God, look who it is! <gasps> Get in formation. He's a comedy sensation. Vegan sweetheart of the nation. Here comes Ramesh Ranga Nathan. Teaching GCSE math wasn't ever meant to be his path. Ramesh's reincarnation took his ass right to a new destination. Down the road about eight miles. Rapping freestyle. It's a crawly education. Get on up for a standing ovation. Here comes Ramesh Ranga <laughs> that is unbelievable. <laughs> wow. Jewish girl. Wow. That was genuinely incredible. That was so good. You can have it as your alarm if you want. Please. Please. <laughs> just like play it whenever you walk into a room. Yeah. Just have people come around my house and think I'm just this massive narcissist. <laughs> I've got a theme tune as you go into each, each room. That'd be amazing. That's so good. You're welcome. Oh, that was so good. You. you wrote it about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. well, I'll be absolutely honest with you. I'm always slightly allergic to um, sort of comedy, hip, or, you know, anything like that because um, it always feels like the person that's doing it is it doesn't really like it. It's sort of taking the piss out of it a bit. Whereas... I think that sounded like there was a bit of affection for it, so I kind of like and that. You, I like definitely. You see? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I, like I mean, it. don't get me wrong. That my, my the the fact that it was about how great I am uh, was 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 the main thing I was focused on. But sure. the, you know, the, the the authenticity of the music also, yeah, great. Oh, good. good. Rom, I am so sorry. Michael made us crash into your farm. Yeah, sorry. I have been saying to to the people here that we need to signpost it a bit better. <laughs> I just think, you know, the problem is, is that actually Ramesh Ranganathan's farm, is that the, the, the overheads on getting that kind of signage knocked up is, it's not, it's, well, they said it's not worth it. Sure. Uh, but now, actually, obviously, it turns out it's, it was a massive oversight. So, I'm very sorry. Uh, so Could no problem. Actually, I, I'm sorry it happened to you. I'm sorry there wasn't the appropriate... <laughs> signage in order to help you avoid the farm so my apologies oh thank you and 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 thank you for therefore being today's celebrity guest on the podcast yeah no no problem no problem i'm absolutely delighted to be on it i'll be honest with you i've, I've done a few podcasts and uh, this is the only one i've done mm. that has inv- seems to involved any prep or organization i mean normally <laughs> it's just sort of log on and you just chat shit for a bit but this is actually it's got some structure to it i mean you've actually bothered it to has. come up with some sort of format so we're a bit well done. try hard so yeah we'll, yeah i'll be honest with you it's a bit thirsty i'm not gonna lie to you but but yeah you, you, you've you've put the effort in so, so fair play to you. i know you've listened to many episodes of stars in your ears as well you're a massive fan aren't you oh mate it's all look, it's, it's it's uh all i've done <laughs> is listen to stars in your ears and uh, you know and, and my wife is saying to me Rom there's so many box sets and stuff on Netflix and stuff I want to watch and I said yeah but I, haven't, I just haven't got time what can I do uh, I just want to listen to stars in your ears over and over again and uh, she's accepted that she's accepted that I, I said to her love me love stars in your ears and uh, <laughs> So I apologise if I get a little bit kind of giggly or nervous or whatever. Can I say, it's so refreshing to see a vegan farmer. All these cows, your pets. Yeah, but, uh, well, they're not pets, actually. We, we actually find pets uh, a little bit of a, a kind of a subversive 
uh, word. Sure. Uh, actually, what we do is um, is they are here and they're resident. And oh, actually, lovely. every morning I will go round and ask them if they're still happy to continue being here, <laughs> mm. uh, just to ensure. Obviously, you've got to check that they are here consensually. I'd hate them to feel that pressured to be here. Or <laughs> and so, if they were, if any of them were to ever sort of convey to me in a in a in a bovine way that they wanted to go. I would let them go. Obviously, the, you know, the, the truth of that would be they would die quite quickly because I, there's no way they're going to make it on their own. But uh, if, that, if that's their <laughs> choice, that's their choice. You know? um, Rob wants to know, actually, if he's really, really good, is he allowed to milk the almonds? Yeah, of course, yeah. It's um, it's actually, because with, with cows, if you're morally corrupt and milk cows, you have to have very warm hands. When you're milking almonds, uh-huh. you actually, it's the opposite. They have to be incredibly cold because mm. you want to keep the almonds... <laughs> Rigid. <laughs> <laughs> or something other. Key. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. Let's get on to the, the, I nearly said the nubbin of the interview. That's mm. not right, is it? Well, I think what happened there was that you, a, a, actually the phrase would have been the meat of the interview. You became nervous <laughs> that you're talking to a vegan and you couldn't say that. And that has led you in your social organist to say nubbin, which fucking nobody says. Uh, <laughs> Let's get to the nubbin of this, of stars in your ears, Ramesh. Finally. What, um, have you, have you, what, tell me about your music tastes, first of all. You're a big hip-hop fan. Everybody I knows am. that. What yeah. else do you like listening to? I like pretty much everything, to be honest with you. Do you? Um, yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I listen to hip-hop more than anything else, but then what happens is, is that uh, when I was younger, I would listen to exclusively to hip-hop. You know, you know when you're sort of, you're so narrow, and in fact, I'd only listen to hip-hop from, like, one specific borough of New York. I mean, I really sort of, like, got <laughs> wow. very, very narrow-minded about it. But then as I sort of got older, I sort of got into more stuff. I started listening to a lot of soul, a lot of R&B, funk, all sorts, really. My my mum and dad, uh, my mum and dad played a lot of disco in the house when we were growing up. Mm. Awesome. And, uh, and my dad was a massive reggae fan. Oh, he claimed to be a huge reggae fan. He he said yeah. he loved Bob Marley. My dad ran a pub. They used to do karaoke at the pub. My dad never really took part. Uh, except one day he said, oh, I want to do a Bob Marley song. So I was like, okay. Much. And then so one, this was a big moment to see him singing Bob Marley. Um, and it was karaoke, so the words were all up there. But he he just said the words, I'm jamming, like 35 times. <laughs> that, was, that, was all his, that, was entire, that was his entire performance. <laughs> he did it. He was sort of going, we're, he was going, we're jamming. We're jamming. And then he said it another time, and I thought, oh, okay, he's, he's missed it, but it's the verse stuff. But then he did that throughout the... I think he must have just panicked. Maybe he didn't have his specs with him. I guess so, yeah. He didn't have his glasses. I don't know what happened. I mean, afterwards, it, because it was such a big deal for him to perform, we obviously pretended that it was good, but it was... It was, <laughs> it was awful. So is it... I read on Wikipedia that your mum and dad were from Sri Lanka. Is that right? Yeah. My mum and dad are both very fluent. But yeah, both spoke with accents. I think they're very conscious about about fitting in when they first came over to the UK. So my mum, yeah. my mum moved. My mum must have been nineteen years old uh, right. when they came over, just after they got married. My dad was in his early twenties, and obviously they were nervous about about fitting in and and and, and making friends and stuff. So much so that they didn't teach my brother and I Tamil. They spoke only English at home because oh, they wanted us to fit in so much that they, they were nervous that. I think they had this weird idea that if we were bilingual, that we'd also have an accent like them, which is obviously an insane theory because 
you, you, you can speak both languages and be absolutely fine. None of my... Yeah, yeah. None of my friends uh, who uh, who speak Punjabi and Gujarati sound like they they've come here illegally or anything. But what that also meant was that my mum and dad used to try and tone down their accent a little bit uh, when they were like around English people. But they but I, I and and it's that's a common thing of immigrants, isn't it? That's sort of they call it, uh, yeah. it, it, it of trying to fit in a bit more. But then. Um, they stopped bothering to do that after a while. I think their accents is part of what was charming about them. So, um, yeah, I mean, the, there's a couple of things. My, my dad, my dad's English was a bit uh, slight. I would say marginally better than my mum's. One of the things about growing up with uh, with my mum is that she will she will just get phrases wrong. You know, like common phrases like <laughs> "fancy loose and foot free." <laughs> or, you know, you know, stuff like that. You know, like where she's trying to pick up like little phrases and bits yeah. and pieces. Yeah. And also, I heard a lot of Tamil. And then there would be some English words that they, there was no Tamil equivalent for. Mm. So it'd be something like, right. you know, it'd be like that. And, and, I, and I'd be able to sort of figure out what they were talking about, sort of by inference, really. But my mum's never lost her accent. I, I, I kind of like that, actually, to be honest with you. She, yeah, she's I like my that. dad's no longer with us, sadly. But, um, but yeah, they kept their accents the whole way through. Going back to the, we were talking about hip hop and you listen to other types of music as well now. What voices do you like listening to the best? Have you got any particular voices that really lift your spirit or piss you off? <laughs> I, I, I've got, I, I've got um, a real thing about uh, Whitney Houston's voice. Mm. Nice. Mm. I, I sometimes, this is, a, I've never told anybody, this is slightly oh, embarrassing actually, Ooh. but exclusive. Um, if, I've, if I've died on my ass at a gig... I will listen to almost nothing but Whitney the whole way home. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Well, I've, I've sort of tried to explore the reasons why that is. I think yeah. it's a nostalgia thing. Uh-huh. My mum and dad used to have, used to throw loads of parties and Whitney would be on a lot during those parties. And so in my head, I think I associate that with like, euphor- you know, the euphoria of being around yeah. my family and my family friends and... I was hanging out with all my mates and you know like the kid all the all the my parents friends yeah. kids would come round and those were like wicked times and so I think that you sort of go I want to hear that thing that when I felt like that, yeah. you know what I mean? Absolutely, so, yeah. Yeah, so... That's musical medication, that is. I didn't expect to sort of reveal something I've not revealed anywhere else, but that, yeah, that is definitely the case. Jess's interview technique is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> second to none. Yeah, the, the other thing was, is that I really love... Like, Back to the Future is like my favourite film trilogy. I know the third one is oh, yeah. uh, controversial. <laughs> so that The Power of Love... Oh, yeah. Right. So, so, so that song, this is yeah. honestly... I did a gig in Essex and I, it was the first, around one of the first times I was being booked by a big promoter to do half an hour and I, I didn't really have half an hour. So my plan was to sort of do my 20 minutes slowly. And it didn't really work out. I, I really tanked pretty badly to the point where the crowd were pretty aggy with me and the other acts commented on it. It was pretty, it was pretty bad. And so I, th- I thought to myself, oh. oh, God, I really, I really, did, I, I really don't think I'm going to get booked by that promoter ever again. It was a horrible feeling. And, and so I remember on the, in the car on the way home, I, became, I just wanted, I wanted to feel OK again. So I put on The Power of Love. Right. It was an hour and a half journey. I just had that song on repeat for, for, for that whole <laughs> journey. And, and I remember thinking, 
I remember being conscious of the fact that that was a crazy thing to do. I was thinking, I can't... I, I, I'm going to listen to this one more time and then I'm going to listen to something else. But then every time it got to the end, I wasn't ready yeah. to move beyond that song. So I just kept putting it back. Yeah. Just one more time. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Okay, so before you became a comedian, or maybe it was on the way, you started doing freestyle. Is that is that right? And as a follow-up yeah. question, what is freestyle? As is the case when you really get into something, you start trying to do it yourself. I remember like when I was a... Uh, when I was like 14, I used to write raps, just do them to myself and do them to my mates and stuff like that. And I wasn't very good. And I, I, I wasn't, I didn't even think I was very good. I sort of just was doing it because I really liked it. There was no real songwriting involved. It was just like, you know that rapping where you just rap about how good you are at rapping exclusively? That's all <laughs> yeah. you do. You just talk about, there's no depth of subject matter or anything. It's just all about how some imaginary guy is worse at rapping than you are and that you're really brilliant at it. That was, that was, all, I, that was all I did. Mm. So your name was Ranga, is that right? Yeah, my full name was Ranga, the lazy-eyed assassin, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I went, by, I went by Ranga. Honey, listen close. Listen close, Because this is where I really need you. I need you. If this is your bag, then give us a tag and post on your social media. rate us, validate us, show us how much you care. Rapper names. I was wondering whether you could give the boys some rapper names um, and maybe judge what sort of style of rap crew they'd be in. Am I saying these things right? Like a middle class Jewish girl. Yeah, right. uh, <laughs> cool. I think that's good. Um, what, what we'll do is I'll get I'll get we'll get them to do a tiny bit of a rap for you. Oh, okay. Uh, They're really sure. hating me right now. Did, they, did you guys um, know that this is on the card? Not really, no. No. All right, wicked. Let's have Kitch go first. No one ever understood my creativity. They thought I was a dreamer, not no MC. But these lyrics are designed to show them that my head's straight and I'm with the program. It takes time to get as good as good as me because I looked up and learned from some bad boy MCs and they taught me the way what to do and how to say it and when I should stop and start and how to play it cool. Wow. That was great. That was... Oh, my God. Thank you. Yeah. That was an incredible... I feel that, like I've been hustled. That was better than being very on that line, wasn't it? That was unbelievable. Have you got a rapper name for Kitsch? You strike me, Kitsch, as a sort of guy that, that, that is a new school rapper but with the old school sensibility. So you consider lyricism to be very important to you. <laughs> and like when you see these other little punks, you sort of go, you know, they're, they're all right, but they're not respecting the true history of the culture. You know, you're one of them guys. Do you know what I mean? I think so. That's why I think Jay Kitch is like, I, I think that's what you are. That's an you know, accurate, that was... accurate criticism, Ramesh. Thank you very much. You I appreciate no that. Problem. Yeah, no, no, problem. Problem. no problem, mate. Rob, do the middle of do the middle of Ramesh's song. Oh, okay, okay, hang on. You're good at that. Teaching GCSE math wasn't ever meant to be his path. Ramesh's reincarnation took his ass right down to no fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ramesh's reincarnation took his ass right to a new destination down the road about eight mile rapping freestyle. That's a crawly education. Get on up for a standing ovation. There goes Ramesh Riga Nathan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> What's Michael gonna do? I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do the I'm gonna do my Mary that had a little lamb. That's what I'm gonna do. Oh, I'm, and and okay. you know, mm. if it's shit, then it's Jesse's name is on the podcast. Frankly, <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
That's I didn't true. ask to be That's here. True. Do you know what I, mean? I mean, if that is a very rapper attitude, right. for <laughs> she, she could just suck it up, you know. <laughs> she doesn't impress me anyway, so, you know. Right. Mary had a little lamb. She also had a bear. I have seen her a little lamb, but I've never seen her bear. That's all wow. you're getting. That is it. That's it. Excellent. Great. You had a punchline. Yeah. Everything. Yeah, really you roasted good. Mary. Yeah. Can yeah. we move on? Uh, I move mean, on. you were. But you, yeah, you, that was excellent. Thank you. Great. Thank you. Very charitable. Really good. Let's move on. <laughs> no, I want to know their rapper names first. Well, um, there's, a, there's a rapper that, uh, that, that Rob slightly reminded me of. I wouldn't say you reminded me of, but like, you know, you've got that, that, that thing of like really riding the beat. You were using your voice as an instrument there. Oh, yeah. You know, so whereas Kitch <laughs> is coming from like the spit in the bars sort of angle mm. of it, you're coming of the using your voice as part of the production, you know, to... to oh, by the way, I, I'm sort of blagging this. I'm, I'm, I'm giving the impression <laughs> that I'm doing a lot more anal- analysis than I actually am. <laughs> uh, but there's a rapper called Amine who sort of wraps up that. So I'd like to call you Lamine. <laughs> oh, sort of okay, excellent. Okay. Your name with his. Perfect. Love that. Lamine. Yeah. yeah. And Michael? Um, <laughs> well, well, there was a rapper. There was a rapper. I'm basing this on rappers alone. There's a rapper called. <laughs> there's a rapper called uh, Quest, the Mad Lad, who used to who used to do jokes in his songs. Right, he, that was sort of all of his thing was sort of w- w- was jokes. So I guess it's uh, Mike. The Mad Lad. I mean, I was trying to combine yeah. them a bit more, but I'll be honest with you, I've just put Mike where Quest was. Yeah. But, but, you know, that's... That'll do, that'll do. Yeah. That's kind of the style that you remind him of. Yeah. I feel like we know each other pretty well now, and uh, Ramesh, on Wikipedia it says that your birthday is the 27th of March. Correct. Is that right? Am I right? That is right, yeah. Good. Okay, well, I'm so sorry we missed it, boys. Please apologise. Oh, sorry, oh, so, sorry. Thank you. Um, to make up for being a bad friend... Um, we, we are friends, aren't we, Ramesh? Uh, yeah, I guess so for the purpose of this. <laughs> Half an hour. Uh, yeah. Been yeah. delving into the musical archives and it turns out that on the 27th of March 1965, Lulu released her hit song Shout. Did you know that? Well, I didn't know that, no, I didn't well, know that, no. we can't play it for you because oh. we can't afford to, but okay. we can afford to play you the much cheaper B-side. So who, <laughs> here's Lulu singing, Do You Want to Ride My Pony? Well, you know you drive me crazy when we fool around at night. Because when you talk dirty, I think, did I hear that right? Before we met, there wasn't anything I hadn't tried, but your kinky request. Do you wanna ride my pony? No, no. Do you wanna bake my flam? No, no. Do you wanna sniff my tea towel? No, no. Do you wanna see my nam? No, no. Well, I wanna get it on, but I'm so confused because I can never figure out what it is you wanna do. No, no. What do you wanna do? No, no. Yeah, ride my pony. Ride my pony. Bake my flam. Bake my flam. Sniff my tea towel. Sniff my tea towel. See my nam. Twist my monkey, rinse my bowl, eat my sweet corn, watch my mold. I'm feeling so frustrated, I'm about to lose control. For goodness sake, just get it out and stick it in my... Ooh, that's what I'm talking about. Now I'm feeling sad. 
Oh my god! <laughs> I c- I cannot believe that record finished like that. <laughs> but I I can't believe it. <laughs> that is incredible! Wow, I loved it. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. Maybe that can become one of your car songs now. Yeah. You're horrified. What was you? What did you think? Did you think it was her to begin with, or did yeah. you just think that that was? Yeah. <laughs> I really did, and and um, I sort of I was sort of uh, getting ready to comment on. Um, <laughs> I was really getting going to comment on what I thought about packaging that as a B side with that lead single. <laughs> then, they're very similar. <laughs> I was like, honestly, I was sort of thinking, it doesn't really show her versatility, does it? <laughs> that is really brilliant. Yeah. I'm so pleased. It was so oh. good. God, that was good. Well, well that done, was my cool arrangement, that Thank one. You. That was genuinely brilliant. <laughs> Oh, there you um, go. And I think most things are awful. So. <laughs> <laughs> that is very happy making. It's just an impressions lesson. It's time, Ramesh, for an impressions lesson. Are you ready? Right. Sure. Okay, tonight, Ramesh, you are going to learn to do one of my favourite impressions of all time. Is Sonia from EastEnders. Now, the first thing you've got to do if you want to be Sonia which mm. I know you do, is get your Cockney accent going. So, first okay. of all, just, all right, my name's Sonia. All right, my name's Sonia. Very good. Thank you. The next step is you've got to stick your chin forward, a bit like Bruce Forsyth, yeah. really exaggerate the underbite, and with your Cockney accent say, all right, my name's Sonia, again. All right, my name's Sonia. <laughs> Very good. Do you see how it, it already affected the, yeah. the way you speak? Very nice. So, the next thing you do is... Her voice is a little bit yawny. I like to call it cloudy. So it's not a nasal voice and it's not in the throat. It's quite breathy. Um, So if you could say in your breathy voice, Cool, I ain't half tired. Cool, I ain't half tired. (laughs) This is very good. That goes very well. (laughs) It's amazing. So the thing that really makes Sonia Sonia is her lispy S's which I like to exaggerate with absolutely no mercy. Uh, could you say... <laughs> 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 oh, I don't know why that's good. Could you say... She sells seashells on the seashore. <laughs> Seashells. Seashells. I sound really brucey. It's great. Seashells. 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 Oh, they're seashells. It's really brutal, aren't It's amazing. It's back. Um, Okay, so the icing on the cake is how Sonia pronounces her T. So they're not a sharp T, -t, like T, trumpet. She Mm. says... She, her ears are more like tss, tss, tss. So she would say, trumpet. 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 <laughs> yeah, so trumpet. could you say, on Tuesdays, I like to toot me trumpet. On t- on. Hold on. Can I hear you do it again one more time, yeah. please? So my, my fingers fall, everything's forward, I've got my cockney yeah. accent, my lispies, and on Tuesday, I like to toot 
Oh, my trumpet. On Tuesday, I got toots on my trumpet. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's bad. No, you're, that's perfect. Now you know how no, to do... very kind of you, but that was... Uh, <laughs> That was awful. Thank you, though. It's time for our fantasy duet, duet. Now, as you'll know, since it's been all over the news, Ramesh, uh, since our first series, we've realised that we can't actually afford to use any existing pop songs. Uh, we can only use songs that are out of copyright. So today, if you could start to flick through this book of nursery rhymes for morons, and when I say stop, that's the song we will sing. OK. All right. Stop! Right, what page are you on? It's uh, Old MacDonald. Okay, uh-huh. that would be amazing. Oh, right, you're okay. going to be, um, you be Classic. Old Ranganathan mm-hmm. um, and I, the farmer, and I'm going to be the celebrity animals. Oh. Are you ready, okay. boys? Yep. Let's go. Yes, Ranganathan farm business. Oh, you know how we do on this one. Next level two. Old Ranganathan had a farm. And on that farm he had a With a here and a there, here a, there a, everywhere a Old Ranganathan had a farm Yes mate, farm things Huh? What do you say? Old Ranganathan had a farm And on that farm he had a with a here and a there, here a there a everywhere a old Ranganathan had a farm. What's the Ranganathan? Old Ranganathan had a farm, and on that farm he had a with a here and a. There, here, there, everywhere, old Ranganathan had a farm. Break it down for me, boys. I'm Ranganathan. I've got a farm. But on my farm, no animals get harmed because I'm vegan. And I love animals. If I was to eat them, I'd feel like a cannibal. I love sheep. I love pigs. I love dogs. I love frogs. Oh, my gosh. You really don't know me, though. This bit here, harder to ride than a rodeo. All right, old Ranganathan, Things, what you know? No, Thank no. you, Ramesh Ranganathan! Yay! Thanks, guys. You've been listening to Stars in Your Ears featuring my wonderful farmhands, Jessington World of Adventures. On keys, it was Michael I've got a brand new combine harvester, Ralston. On drums, Jonathan Do the Funky Chicken Kitching. On guitar and bass, it was Rob Little Red Rooster Lamont. Our celebrity guest was the fantastic Ramesh Digaponi Ranganathan. Our sound engineer was Joe What Does the Fox Say Walker. Special thanks for added silliness to Robin Five Little Ducks Morgan. This podcast was produced by Amanda Dream of Sheep Redman. I've been Jess High Horse Lady Robinson. Until next time, my jingle dangles, love you!
Gilgamesh was brilliant, wasn't he? I'm definitely going to buy his new book, which is out right now. Oh, you mean as good as it gets? Life Lessons from a Reluctant Adult. I hear it's brilliant. Yes, and it's available wherever you buy your books from. Smooth. There's a link in the episode notes, listeners. Hey, look over there. Oh, yeah. Hey, I definitely want some candy floss. I'm afraid that's a no from me. Why? Because you're not allowed food colourings. And I had all the Ritalin for brunch. I want to fish for rubber duckies. It's a weirdly specific thing to say. Me too, ducky. It's just a way of alerting the listeners to the funfair in that field over there, where we'll inevitably be spending next week's hilarious episode. Oh, clever! Well, come on then. The bikes are right off, thanks to you, Michael. Who's giving me a piggyback first? Oh, no. Uh... 